You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys, we got a short local news section. Of course, we got our good friend Dale Dickerson joining us for a Alderman Report. He's got some exciting stuff to talk about. We've got our dad jokes, and this week it's going to be Chuck Norris edition. It's going to yeah. be epic. It's going to be epic. Uh, we've got a motivational message that hits right on, and then we've got some random facts and stories you likely didn't know, and a sports wrap-up when we have our three coaches on again to discuss their jamboree games, uh, yeah. the highs, the lows, the kids that excelled, the ones that shined, and talking about next week and how they are planning to beat the heat. You know, T, speaking speaking of the heat, before we get into our weather and everything like that, you know, uh, have you been able to survive outside? Have you? Uh, well, you know, earlier in the week it wasn't too bad. No, it, it hasn't wasn't. been too too bad all this week. Now, uh, of course, for the Jamborees Friday night, uh, you know, I get there right before game time, and uh, there's a nice huge cloud that's blocking the sun, and then right before kickoff started, the cloud went away, and I started melting. Oh, man. It's Melting like Frosty smell. the Snowman, dude. Man. The smell of bacon in the air, baby. That's what I'm ah, about. that's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, that's right. Love man. me some bacon that's right. now. That's right, man. <laughs> well, look, before we do our weather report, we've got to talk about our good friend Brian Couch from Team yes, Couch, sir. guys. You got any real estate needs? I mean, if you want to buy or sell anything right here in DeSoto County, especially the Olive Branch area, please go check out our good friend Brian Couch and his Team Couch. They have teamcouch.com. It's an awesome website. That's where you can do all your home searches if you're in the market or if you want to uh, look at it as a comparison to your home or if you want to call them. They will actually give you a free market analysis and let you know what your home is worth so they can show you their professionalism and what kind of team you'll be working with. This is who you want. So, guys, here, I'll even let Brian say a few words to wrap it up. Thanks, guys. This is Brian Couch with Team Couch at Bertrandy Group. We're a full-service team with three full-time agents here to work for you and also an assistant in the office. We don't do part-time real estate. We have a full team to work for you. Please give us a call at our office, 662-449-1700. Or you can call me on my cell, 901-461-7653. We're here to work for you. Tell you what are we looking like for our weather this upcoming week. I will give everybody one chance to guess what it's going to be this week. Sizzling. It's going to be absolutely sizzling. Get, oh, your, get your Boston butts out, your briskets out, and just lay them out on the top of your car. By the time you get off of work, everything's going to be ready to eat for supper. Like, That's right. Like Scoop that it night. up into a full pan yeah. and roll, baby. Yeah. Uh, m- actually, you know, uh, Monday, Monday and Tuesday are going to be our, our coolest days. I have only 98. <laughs> 98. It's a cool day. And we're, and we're looking at about 100 or better. Through the rest of the week, uh, Saturday uh, maybe starting to cool off a little bit. Right now, they're talking about a high of 96, and then Sunday 89. But, dude, man, uh, this these couple of days of near fall like weather we had earlier uh, last week, it was just a joke. It was a tease. Just it was a, a joke. Tease. Just man, a joke. Guys, y'all better stay hydrated. Stay out of the sun. Yeah, stay safe, folks. Yeah, stay it's, safe. I mean, it's not worth yeah. it. I mean, there's people around the world. Yeah, Maui had things, fires. There's fires in California. They have a hurricane coming in. Hurricane Hillary, by the way. No pun intended with that name. But anyway. I'm not so sure. uh, Yeah. um, But, you know, (laughs) hey, the heat can be just as dangerous and deadly. So be careful out there. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't, Don't make any mistakes with that. Thanks again for that weather.
All right, guys, time for our local news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends, Hatcher and Associates. Guys, if you're in the market for a new career, you want a job that is really going to be something different, hands-on, and work for a company that's really going to take care of you as one of their team members, Hatcher and Associates is the place you want to check out, guys. They have great pay, great benefits, and it's a place that you can move up. They do training. They have company vehicles, the whole nine yards. If you're in the market for a new job, seriously, go over to HatcherLandscape.com and check out all the positions they have available today. Tell you what are we looking like for our news, brother? Well, we had a big ruling that came down this week uh, for our area as Robert uh, Fennessy, age 47, was sentenced to more than 40 years in an out-of-branch domestic violence assault slash attempted murder case back from 2020. Tell you, I got some insight on this. Get this now. I was called to jury duty for this exact case. Wow. Man, I got to see the gentleman. I got to meet the attorneys. I had to sit there in the DeSoto County Courthouse. Uh, you know, I was juror number 26, you know? Yeah, that's and, that's, um, that's dangerous, by the way. It is. If, you, um, if you've people, never been if you called for jury duty, yeah. The you have a low number? number uh, you're screwed. You're stunk. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, guys, you know, they do. if you don't know anything about jury duty around here, you know, it's all random, and you get called in, and they do a questionnaire. Uh, you know, they'll ask you, you know, do you have medical issues? Do you have financial issues? Are you a sole, you know, a sole provider and different things? That doesn't mean you get out of it, but they have all these things. And, uh, you know, I made the first cut, second cut, and then I was down there where I was getting questions from attorneys and, uh, you know, and this gentleman was in the room, eye contact, and you know, it was the real deal. It felt like I was in a, you know, only thing missing was the Law and Order background music in the background, you know. Dun, dun. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, um, they asked questions. I gave my opinion. And when it was all said and done, um, they cut me on the last cut. They actually yeah. got the juror to the right and left of me. They skipped me. Well, I, I, you know, I can't blame them for doing so because if I remember correctly, the last question they asked you is, what do you think should happen to this guy? And you said, fry him. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's no way you're going to be on a jury no, then, buddy. That, that's not what I said. <laughs> what I said was, when they flip that switch, you're going to sizzle, you know? <laughs> no, that's not true either. <laughs> I was just trying to summarize it for everybody. That's all. Well, I was a little more pointed at him, you know? When I got up and was pointing fingers at him, too, you know? No. Gosh. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they. I, I'm not going to repeat the questions they ask because I, I, you know, just for the privacy of the things. But they did ask some questions, and I did have some strong opinions about different things that I felt were being honest. And I guess that wasn't what they wanted on the jury. So that's okay. That's the system we're in, and yeah. that's just part yeah. of it. So, yeah. Um, but you know, it's unfortunate because you know somebody was you know choked and shot and you know almost killed and. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, I guess if justice was served, justice was served. So, yeah. what else we got in the news there, T? Well, uh, folks, y'all don't forget the food truck Fridays are going on in Old Town uh, area every every Friday afternoon. Make sure and come out and uh, get you and your coworkers and everybody to go on down there and stop by and get some outstandingly outstandingly epic food. I have heard some fantastic reviews of these food trucks coming in to Olive Branch. That's great. Guys. I haven't um, had an opportunity yet. 
So even believe it or not, I've actually spoken to a few of them and we're trying to work it out to get the food trucks to come over to our schools like once a month or once every yeah. so often to let the teachers have the opportunity to buy stuff and advance with that. And we've got a few that have worked that out. And so uh, this is a new trend that is actually going very well, very positive. Everybody benefits. And so I think it's a, it's a great situation. So seriously, guys, if you hadn't had a chance on Fridays, make a, make a note in your calendar. Go check out those food trucks yeah. in Olive Branch. Help out the community. Yeah. I, well, the city has reached out to us and asked that we promote uh, the fact that you know if if you're a sucker for a sweet face, yes, I mean I mean just a cutie pie, where your heart melts and you just want to reach out and grab and hug. Check them out at the Olive Branch Animal Shelter. That's right, guys. They, they got right, all kinds of pets down there that are ready for adoption. Change the life of a pet. You'd be surprised how happy they'll make you, and at the same time you know doing doing some good for them as well they're open every every friday i'm sorry monday through friday from eight o'clock in the morning till five in the afternoon and if you can't get there during those times they're open saturday mornings from eight o'clock uh to 11 a.m yes go go check it out guys trust me pets will make your life better i promise you Guys, do you have a house or a property that's in bad shape, needs repair, outdated, worse, or it's just a loss of a loved one? Whatever. You just don't want it anymore. You know? Yeah, or, just hey, torch maybe, it. That's right. <laughs> throw a match. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you uh, maybe want to get some cash for it, get an honest offer you know, from somebody who's local, not going to rob you, not going to make you feel sucker or, or anything else, and you want to work with something like that, go over to a website called iBuyDeSoto.com. This is ran by a local, awesome company, Robin Properties, which are great friends here at the podcast, and they want to help you out. They want to buy your property. They want to help take you over and improve it for the community. It is a great, great situation here. I'll let one of the owners say more. Thanks, Zach. This is Abby from Robin Properties. Hey, if you own a property, just maybe a house that you don't like or house with renters that you're just not interested in managing anymore, we'd love to talk to you. Just help you out with an offer. If we can't make an offer, we can definitely point you in the right direction. You can check out our website at ibuydesoto.com or you can send me a text. Call me at 662-469-6365. All right, don't forget, mark your calendars for the Bucking in the Branch extravaganza that's going on September 16th from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. This year is going to be bigger than ever with uh, junior bulls, barrels, open bulls, the whole works. There's also be a bunch of fun activities for all the kids, lots of vendors there, lots of food uh, to to just help make this uh, an entire event for everyone in your family. Tickets are on sale at the Frontier Store in Olive Branch and also at the gate. Yes. Please go. Please mark your calendars on this as well, guys. This is a big deal we've had the last couple of years. We want to continue this tradition. And they, they, like I said, more vendors, more bulls, more fun stuff. It's going to get bigger and bigger, and I, I think it's going to be great for our community. Last thing we got, the uh, Olive Branch Police Department is accepting applications for their Fall 2023 Citizens Police Academy. That sounds pretty interesting. You can learn more by visiting the Olive Branch Mississippi Citizens Police Academy Alumni Association page on Facebook. Yeah, if you're a person who's interested in learning how the police do their job when it comes to forensics or crime scenes or accidents, how you help your public, this or so on, this academy does go a long way to help you uh, know more, be more knowledgeable, and could possibly be helpful in different ways uh, with your local police. So uh, if that's something that might interest you, please go to that Facebook page and check it out. 
Well, guys, that's it for our news in our area. And a quick reminder, if you'd like to be a part of the podcast, either you know want to be a segment, do advertising, whatever, please reach out to us with our email, theobpodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter and or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Guys, our good friend Dale Dickerson is joining us again this week, and he is going to be giving us some good little information about you know their last Alderman meeting and some things popping up. So let's go to that audio now. Hey, guys and gals, I got my good friend Dale Dickerson with me again. Dale, how we doing, man? Are you surviving the heat, brother? I'm surviving it, buddy. I thought maybe I'd lose some, some pounds in this heat, but I hadn't lost a pound. I'm walking five miles a day, and, and I hadn't lost a pound, so I guess my wife's cooking is pretty good. Man, sounds like it. Sounds <laughs> like it. I'm I'm still waiting on my invitation for dinner, so I'll, uh, I'll I'll check the mail on that, you know, so. Yeah. But, uh, Dale, we had a Alderman meeting this past week. Um, I know it wasn't a lot of stuff exciting, but there was a couple things that you and I discussed that we definitely want to talk about. Uh you know, there's a change of technology coming that could make things a lot more uh, accessible, I guess. Well, we've talked about uh, probably for maybe even a couple of years now that uh, one of the things we wanted to do to make this more accessible to the public was to live stream our meetings like some of the other cities in the county. And we plan, if there's no hiccup that comes up between now and then, our first meeting in uh, September will be uh, live stream on YouTube and uh, there'll be some kind of announcement on our city website page and social media pages telling people how to do it and announcing all the details of it. But we will start live streaming and uh, that will give people to, uh, that don't have the opportunity to attend a meeting because of work or kids playing sports or whatever that will let them see what's actually going on and uh, it will be set up so that you can watch it live you will be able to watch it the next day it will be archived so if you want to go back three months from now and see what we talked about a particular subject you'll be able to pull it up and watch it again that's awesome you know it it, it, it leads us into the next point i know in that meeting y'all discussed budget and stuff like that and you threw something at me that blew me away is is that in a year tenure there, probably in the last 10 years, just about that no one's ever hardly showed up, even much listened or said a word when it comes to y'all talking about your budgets each year. And um, that just that is absolutely baffling. But maybe, just maybe, this new technology of streaming it and putting it on YouTube, maybe that will uh, help and get people more infused with government. Is that what y'all are hoping for? Well, that's what we're hoping for, to get more engagement out of it. Like I said, we had our public hearing. We have one uh, two or three weeks before we finalize the budget to get public's input after we've already gone through and kind of fine-tune what we want to see in the budget to give the public an opportunity. And I think it was nine years ago we had a tax increase, and uh, we had uh, probably 30 people, 25, 30 people showed up to speak about that. But in the following nine years... Uh, we haven't had probably, I'm guessing maybe five people or less that's, uh, that's spoken and maybe we might have two or three that actually show up to, to hear what's going on. But, uh, the other night we had absolutely zero people from the public that came just to listen to the discussion of our budget. And so, wow. Wow. That's, uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that's a good thing because, 
well, you yeah, know, you our, budget, our budget yeah. uh, is, is a balanced budget. We, we're not raising taxes. We still got the lowest millage rate of all the four major cities in the county. So, you know, if there's nothing going on that's uh, a tax increase or anything controversial in the budget, I guess people are just rocking along saying, well, you know, y'all are doing a good job and y'all just take care of business. Yeah, I mean, that's very possible. I mean, that's what I would that's what I would hope it comes from it. You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's all about, I guess, what you read into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, the, well, just some of the highlights of the budget uh, that for people that don't know, I think there was an article on the uh, DeSoto County News site that, that kind of broke down a little bit, but everybody doesn't see that. But our operating expenses for next year's budget is – just over $87 million, and we've got $61.3 million in capital that we're going to be spending, too. And, and with all of that, it's, it's a balanced budget. So, Unreal. Unreal. That's correct. That's well. That's good though. I mean, I mean, like, I would take it as a compliment. If usually people show up if they're not happy, right? I had the same experience when I was a homeowner president. If, if nothing controversial was going on, we had the same core group of people of ten or twelve people came. But if we had something that was controversial or upsetting, we packed the house that night. But you know, if everything was rocking along, everybody just okay. It's good. So y'all just keep doing what you're doing. That's cool. That's cool. Awesome. Well, just a couple of things in, in the budget that the people are interested in. We had uh, seven new positions that we're hiring. Six of them are policemen that will be uh, set up for the annexation area. We had a five-year plan to add officers and we're adding six more this year that will be strictly, uh, for the annexed area. Uh, we've got 4,300,000 allocated for a new water plant well over by Craft Road where our water tower is to improve the water system that's, that's set up. Uh, we've got a 3% cost of living raise for our employees. Inflation's been heck the last couple of years and trying to keep up with our employees' buying power. So we've got a 3% raise set up for all of our full-time people and 2% for our part-time people. That's nice. Um, <laughs> it is. Nice. It's important because you got to take care of your people. You know, we're, we're like everybody else. We're struggling to hire people. And, uh, you know, wages are in some of these warehouses and places that uh, – are out paying us so we're doing the best we can to kind of keep keep people on the job here and once we got them to try to keep them uh we allocated another four million dollars toward uh, street paving next year um this year we spent a little over 10 million dollars on paving and the the previous eight or nine years it was a million to a million and a half so we really stepped up the funding for paving it that's still not going to take care of everything but that's uh two years in a row we'll have a, a good chunk assigned to paving streets well it's all things that just show that y'all are trying to go the extra mile when you can and you might as well and so it's easy to sock money back or spend it on frivolous things but y'all are putting it towards the thing the public's would uh, enjoy and see and benefit from so i appreciate that for sure we'll uh, we'll have some park improvements we're looking at uh, one of the big things people want is pickleball, and we're looking at uh, probably putting in maybe four to six pickleball courts over in the city park. So that, I think once that hits, those will be used constantly. Yeah, I, I know some people who play pickleball. They really enjoy it. It's, it's become a very, very popular sport. It's one of the fastest-growing sports in America, and believe it or not, they'll have it on ESPN at times. So, you know, if, it, if it's made ESPN, it's, it's mainstream. Yeah, it's made it. It's made it for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, so that's just, you know, things that's going on. Good, good news with the budget. Like I said, uh, the important thing that most taxpayer, taxpayers want to hear is no tax increase. So, so we're doing all this with no tax increase. That's awesome. Awesome. Dale, as always, man, really, really appreciate you letting us know what's going down. Um, I know this YouTube thing's coming, and I, I appreciate it. It's something that I've advocated for and everything else, but – Sometimes just hearing it straight from the from the mouth of the guy who's in the room, it, it gives a little extra touch. And so we always really appreciate you joining the podcast, and um, we look forward to continuing doing so. All right, Jack. Uh, I'm looking for a makeup man for the first uh, broadcast. See if I can make sure I'm looking okay. <laughs> you, you got it, brother. <laughs> you got it. Well, look, you uh, you stay cool out there. You know, Make sure you stay hydrated, and we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks. All right, buddy. Talk Thanks so much. Later. Teeth, not bad, huh? When you got no, up here, doing live streaming, uh, live yeah. streaming, and everything—that's pretty cool. Getting along with the yeah. technology, man. Way of the future, it's, especially with it, it being as hot as it is. People can stay in the comfort of their home and watch their local civic government a- action. That's right. That's right. Now, I like this because people can see that kind of stuff. But if you're a person who feels like your voice needs to be heard. There is no mic on your end that they're going to That's hear. Right. So let's, show, let's remember that. That means you need to show up and, in person. And, you, and, and the mayor and the board may not want to hear what you have to say, so it may be a good thing that you're staying home as well. You know what I mean? Sometimes that cuts both true. ways. So No doubt. No doubt. Well, always, we really appreciate Dale for joining us every two weeks. That's awfully, awfully yeah. nice of him for somebody here in our local government to join the pod uh, and really help the community stay informed. Pretty awesome. T, you ready for some dad jokes, man? Yes. <laughs> you know, they're this week just, we're going Chuck not, Norris style, baby. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're not just dad jokes. They're <laughs> Chuck Norris jokes. <laughs> well, yeah, before we get into them, you know, this is brought to you by the number one insurance agent right here in DeSoto County, guys. And I, I, I just, I hate to say this, guys, but I have to call him again, and I'm about to add my son onto the list for potential drivers of vehicles. We're going through well, a permit. Well, there goes your premiums. And yes, you know, so that 900 to $1,000 he saved me, you know, I think last year, it's going to dip into it a little bit, you know, when it bit, comes to yeah, it. But you know yeah. what? That's part of being a dad, a parent. It is what it is. But you know what? I don't dread this phone call. Because I know Ali is going to take care of me. He's going to give me the best rates. He's going to show me what we can do. And if there's anything he can do to reduce it, but also still maintain good coverage for our cars and keep my family safe, I know he's going to have my best interest at heart. And so that's what I tell you guys. If you need an insurance or your insurance has been the same forever and you have never checked on a new quote, please go check out Allie Edgelally over at Alpha Insurance right here in Olive Branch. Here, I'll let uh, Allie tell you a little bit more. Thanks, Zach. This is Allie over at Alpha Insurance. If you want an agent that is going to be there for you whenever you need them, answer your phone calls, answer your texts, then I'm the guy for you. Please give me a call at my cell phone, 843-324-0930, or our office line, 662-893-0928. Let me show you what I can do for you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chuck Norris edition is arrived. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm going to spit out as many as I can quickly. All right, here we go, T. All right. All right. Did you know Chuck Norris doesn't worry about high gas prices? His mm-hmm. vehicles run on fear. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't have good aim. His bullets know better not to miss. <laughs> That's pretty good. Ch- Chuck Norris's calendar goes from March 31st to April 2nd. 
No one fools Chuck Norris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one bad dude right there, bro. Chuck, Nor- Chuck Norris wears sunglasses so his eyes won't hurt the sun. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you know what... <laughs> Did you know they wanted to put Chuck Norris's face on Mount Rushmore? But he refused. He said the granite wasn't hard enough for his beard. Oh, <laughs> man. Chuck Norris was abduct- uh, abducted by aliens. That's yeah. why they don't visit anymore. Oh, <laughs> man. He took care of that, didn't he? <laughs> That's right. Chuck Norris ordered his coffee strong enough to defend itself. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris remembers the future. Chuck Norris can see his reflection in dirt. (laughs) Chuck Norris only matches with himself on dating sites. Chuck Norris died yesterday, but he's feeling much better today. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my. Chuck Norris once got pulled over for speeding, but was nice enough to let the officer off with a warning. Oh, jeez. Chuck Norris once won a arm wrestling contest with both arms tied behind his back. <laughs> Chuck Norris puts the laughter in manslaughter. That's right. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Chuck Norris donates blood twice a week, just never his own. <laughs> Gosh, dude. Oh. Chuck Norris is the reason Waldo is hiding. Yes. Oh, my. Uh, Chuck Norris can kill two stones with one bird. Oh, <laughs> and finally, what, what, what bird? <laughs> yeah. Chuck Norris doesn't read books. He stares them down until they give him the information he needs. Oh. The manslaughter one was the best one, I think. Oh, yeah. Great. Puts, puts laughter in manslaughter, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was pretty good. Well, as always, guys, we hope you enjoyed our dad joke <laughs> slash Chuck Norris edition this week. And, uh, you know, remember to tell your friends, your family, and your coworkers about us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, please, it. would you? Can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met. But baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was our last night. All right, guys, it's time for our motivational message. And, of course, this is brought to you by our newest sponsor to the podcast. That is A-plus Heating and Air Conditioning Service. And I feel sorry for him. Hey, put him on your speed dial when Zach tells you the number in just a second. I'm telling you guys, uh, I don't know. Look. If you go to Facebook right now, go to Hernanda Happenings, go to Lewisburg, you know, information, yeah. go to the Olive Branch Bulletin Board, whatever. I'm willing to bet somewhere in the next 10 posts, somebody's asking for a quality or reputable HVAC person. Everybody is going to be burning up, guys. And I promise you, this is the crew you want to be working with, guys. A-plus heating and air conditioning service. They are the guys. Timmy is the owner. It's a family-owned business. Been here in Olive Branch a long time. And I promise you, you will not find negative reviews. The guy has positive review after positive review. He takes care of his customers. He doesn't overcharge them. He shows up on time. He takes care of things the right way. This is who you want to work with. Look, this is the number you want to get. So here you go. Ready to write it down? Write it down. 901 496 7867. Or go to Facebook and just look up A plus heating and air conditioning. I promise you, this is who you want to have in your Rolodex when you have that day. 
All right, T, when it comes to this, this is our motivational message. Anybody who wants to change their life, this young lady right here says it takes three things. I can't wait for you to hear it, so let's go to the audio now. There are three truths that every human being must accept before they change. Number one, you have to be frustrated enough with where you are so that you say, no more. Number two, you have to be brave enough to admit and declare and demand more of yourself and of everybody around you. And number three, you gotta be disciplined enough to work for more. You do those three things, your entire life could change in a month. Something that is very hard for a lot of people to do, including myself, but at the same time is just so simplistic. It, it, makes, it makes you feel ridiculous sometimes when you don't follow through. But, but it makes sense. You know, you got to have to want that change in order to make anything stick. You got to want it so bad that you yeah. hate, almost hate yourself because you haven't done it. Right. And, and that's, a, that's personal. Absolutely. That is personal. As a person Same who has here. lost over 100 pounds twice in his life, and when I say twice, that means I've gained it back twice as well. I got to the point where I was so frustrated yeah. and so disgusted by looking at myself in the mirror. Yeah, that I said something's got to change, and I decided to make some. I made some priority changes, and then the key thing she said, which is the, by far the most true thing ever, is discipline is the key to success. Yep. It's one thing to get mad and get frustrated, and then guess yeah. what? Two days later, you eat the whole pint of ice cream yeah. and a bag of Doritos because you're just feeling bad or whatever. Yeah, you're wa- you all are in your sorrow. Exactly. So if you really want to change, and it might, we're talking about weight loss. It could be somebody who says, I want to change that I'm not, I'm always grumpy or I'm a person who's always moody or a person who always sees negative or a person who doesn't, you know, whatever it may be, whatever you yeah. got to change, you got to find a way to be, to stay disciplined for the fix. Yep. And so I think this is right on the, right on point, the nail on the head. So I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as I did and I appreciate y'all listening to it. And now it's time for Random Facts Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by our good friends at Old Town Fitness. Man, I'm going to tell you what, it may be hot outside, but it's going to be cool inside their building when you go and work out this week. Make sure and go by and see all the great people that work there. They're there to help you. Not going to judge about anything. All they want to do is help you meet your weight loss or fitness goals each and every time you walk in there. They're located at 9045 Highway 178. In Olive Branch, there are hours on Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon, and again from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., and as well on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. All right, Zachary, did you know? I've actually heard of this one before. In 1493, Columbus mistook manatees for mermaids and wrote, They are not so beautiful as they said they are to be, for their faces had some masculine traits. I'm going to tell me, those guys were on the boat and in the sun for way too long. (laughs) So true. Mermaid. To mistake a manatee for a mermaid. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, those Italians, man, I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you, hey, those manatees were eating well. Yeah. (laughs) That they were. (laughs) Mermaids were eating well. (laughs) They sure were. I'm surprised they didn't whip out a razor or something. All right, moving on. Did you know that outer space is only an hour away if you could drive your car straight into the sky at 60 miles per hour? 
That's hard to believe. Yeah. You, you th- when you look up, you probably think that sky is infinite. But you, an hour at sixty miles yeah. an hour? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I guess it makes sense because when you see a rocket, you know, like I've, I, when I was young, I was in Florida. And I got to see a yeah. rocket go up from yeah. Cape Canaveral, right? Yeah. I mean, I f- you know, we're talking, you know, less than a minute, and that thing was out of sight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that thing's traveling, you know, that fast. So I guess it technically makes sense. I mean, yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's crazy. And, and you know, it's kind of like when you're on the beach too, and you go out and look out on, on the horizon. It seems like you know, at, at, at the edge there, when you look out in the water, it seems like it's really forever. But I think it's. If I remember correctly, it's approximately 11 miles before you start to notice your eyes start to notice the curvature of the Earth. So that's that's where you see uh, wow. what looks like a line where the water is way out when you look out to the beach. But it's only about roughly 11 miles away from you, which is still a, 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 a brisk a good walk. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good brisk clip. walk. So. Brisk walk. But anyway, Take me a couple days know. with a few naps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, me too. Let's move on, shall we? (laughs) And our last one. Did you know the Michelin Tire Company created the Michelin Star Rating System for fine dining? Their motivation was to encourage people to drive farther to dine at Michelin Star restaurants, thereby wearing out their tires more quickly. How about that scheme? Now, I knew it was the same company, but I didn't, I didn't understand the reasoning behind it, and that makes a whole lot of sense. It's kind of yeah. like on a shampoo bottle. If you ever read the directions on a shampoo bottle, I've never read, I'm not saying they don't exist, but I've never read one where it tells you that once you wash your hair to rinse it and then repeat. Hmm. How many times do people really wash their hair twice once they've already washed it in the shower? That they go Considering ahead and do my it hair is less than a quarter well, inch long, yeah, I yeah. put a dab in the middle of my palm, yeah. and that takes care of everything, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all it takes, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty interesting. I thought that was there too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, guys, and our last section is our sports. And, man, this is week one going into the first regular season game. It's pretty exciting. I'm very happy to have our coaches back again this year. All three have already joined me, and uh, they can discuss their jamboree and how things went, um, you know, quick synopsis. All the branch, uh, after a bad situation with a, a sorry coach, end up playing themselves in a blue versus gold game. K.J. Wright Ooh. and uh, a bunch of the community came out and supported it, and they had a good crowd. The game went well. Got That's to good. show off their new uh, scoreboard and um, – <clears throat> some of the new amenities they have, and that was great for them. Um, Center Hill traveled over to D.C. Uh, and lost a t- – they won JV one big, but the, the varsity lost by one touchdown. Um, and it was a very scrappy, very, very scrappy game. Got a little game. feisty for a little while, didn't it? Yeah, a lot of a lot of things going on. And I kind of asked some hard questions to Coach Peacock. I asked him about some of the penalties and some quarterback play and stuff that were the, probably their biggest complaints for the reason for the loss. And uh, yeah. uh, he explained some things, made me feel better. And uh, I think anybody listening that was at the game would appreciate what he has to say. And then, of course, Lewisburg traveled over to Independence and handled them. 
28 to nothing yeah. um, as they were supposed to. You know, when you're a 7A yeah. program that came from the playoffs last year and you're playing a smaller 3A, 4A school independence, uh, you should win and you like right. that. And and uh, I know Coach Hector was very pleased with his execution of his team. And he highlights that a lot and talks about a lot of his players that really stepped, uh, you know, stood out and stepped up. And so those guys will really enjoy hearing their names on his commentary. But, well, guys, let's go to this audio now. We'll let all three coaches. We'll go back to back to back. And uh, let's start off right here with uh, Coach Hector. Hey guys and gals, I got my good buddy Coach Hector. Coach, man, successful Friday night uh, playing Independence, man. I think the score what twenty eight to nothing when it was all said and done. Like, what a great showing! Uh, what was the atmosphere like out there? Uh, you know, we had great support. Uh, I mean, standing room only for a, a, a you know a jamboree week is unbelievable. So it was awesome to you know have that the bands out there, um, you know, back under the lights. It, it was a lot of fun and uh, exactly what we thought it would be. And uh, again, you can't get enough of those Friday nights, man. I know that's right. I know that's right. I talked to a few people who came to the game. They said it was uh, it was great weather. The game went real smooth. There wasn't a lot of issues, a lot of controversy. And the the opinion that everybody had, and I think you'll agree, was is that um, I would say the top point was it just looked like y'all executed well. Um, you know, uh, kind of across the board. And you're going to be wrong. You know, you're not always perfect, but for a jamboree. I think it was a good start. What was your opinion of it? No, you're exactly right. You know, that was our uh, our focus all week, and we made it very, very clear to our guys that, you know, there's a lot of built-in excuses in a jamboree week. You know, the first time you're playing somebody else, you know, the, the weather, the, you know, being under the lights, the nerves, all those things. And, you know, for us to go out and execute, uh, was our goal, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we're not going to give into these built in excuses. We're going to rise above them. We're going to go out and execute the best we can. And I really thought that we did that. You know, we had a couple moments maybe that we did not and, you know, which is going to be the case any week, but, um, really, really proud of our kids, the focus, um, the, the, you know, physicalness, the, the quickness of kind of getting around everywhere they needed to. Uh, again, I thought we executed and that that's really what Friday night was all about. That's awesome, Coach. Well, go ahead and let's let's talk about the kids, Coach. Uh, you know, who were who were some bright spots? Who stood out for you? Who were some people that maybe you didn't expect uh, really kind of shined, or was there some spots you got to focus more on? You know, because when we spoke last time, we talked about competition for positions and things of like that nature. And so I know there's a lot of people interested to see what kids, uh, you know, st- stood up for the challenge. Yeah, and and I'll jump right into it. I'm not going to shy away from it when we talk about the quarterback battle. Um, you know, I'd love to tell you that that we had one guy step up and rise rise above the other, uh, but they have not made my job any easier because both of those guys played really really well. I thought Jake Manns had a just an unbelievable presence on the field, a command of the offense, uh, made some great plays, made the right reads. Um, you know, and again, when he was out there, everything flowed really smooth. Uh, then you had Brody Whitaker come in and, and take some snaps and uh, move the ball right down the field, got us in the end zone. Um, you know, he, you can tell he's still still learning the offense a little bit. But, um, you know, again, went out there and, and played fantastic. So, um, again, I love to sit here and say, man, we got a we got a tried and true winner in this thing. And, um you know, we, we've got some things to sort out as coaches and to dig through the film and and uh, figure out who's going to take the first rep this Friday. But uh, as, as far as quarterback goes, I thought those guys were great. Uh, we had multiple guys catch uh, catch passes in the game. Um, you know, Garrett Latham had a catch. Uh, Matthew Osteen had a touchdown catch. 
Uh, Easton Fesmar had a big catch. Lucas Gask had a big catch. Andrew Hendrahoski had a couple of big catches. Trey Cagle had a catch. You know, so that was awesome to see the ball really spread around and and those all got all those guys able to get touches. Um, and then our running backs, Levi Presley and Lucas Edwards, both ran the ball really really hard. Both got in the end zone, and um, you know those two guys are, are special and uh, they're a lot of fun to watch. So um, really proud of them. And and again to be able to kind of spread the ball around on the offense was was great. Uh, you know, defensively, you know they uh, our guys were very stingy. And uh, the, the great thing is that, you know, independence had a hard time kind of moving the ball on them. And uh, you would have, you couldn't tell that. I mean, they were constantly just, you know, we can't give them anything. You know, they're very, very stingy. And I think that's what you want your defense to be like. But uh, up front, I thought Jamar James had a great night. Callan Speed had a great night. C.J. Perry, um, Carter Cummins, uh, you know, J.T. Swift has just a presence on the field. Uh, I thought he had some great plays and, you uh, and Elliot Helps had a big interception and, and uh, a couple of big plays just, um, you know, flying around all over the field. So, um, again, I could go on and on and on. Uh, I thought, again, across the board, our kids executed and, and did a, a lot of really good things Friday. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, like you said, I mean, the competition breeds greatness, and uh, those positions look like uh, both guys wanted it in several little spots. and. Uh, that's a good thing to have because, you know, I know like we talked last year, you know, depth was an issue on some positions and, you know, ha- and having guys thirsty and hungry and uh, being almost as equal, that's that's going to make you go a long way when it's such a tough district, especially being in 7A. So that's a big win for you, Coach. And so I, I think it's a great showing. Like, there was a lot of positivity, positivity that came out of the game Friday night, um, you know, and so I think that's going to be really good for you all. Now, the big problem we got now, Coach, is, is the weather going into this next week and your first opponent. Um, you know, we got uh, 100 degree weather every single day. Um, and then, uh, you know, another game on the road. I mean, so how does this, uh, how are you planning to make, you know, plans to ad- adapt, adjust, however you want to call it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm ready for suggestions. Um, so anything <laughs> you got, man, I'd love to hear it. Uh, no, we're, you know, you know, there may be days that are inside. We, you know, we're looking at maybe bringing our guys back, uh, you know, in the evening. Um, you know, but that gets difficult when you run into uh, kids with jobs and, you know, other, uh, you know, things that they've kind of got planned, church, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I don't know. It's going to be kind of a, a tough week. And, um, but, you know, again, we've, we know that we're going to face adversity throughout the course of uh, our season, our lives. And, and we talk to our kids all the time about that. And we've got to find a response and we've got to do whatever we've got to do to uh, make sure we're prepared for Friday. So um, I don't know. We're still working on plans. We're going to meet here shortly and try to get all that stuff sorted out. But, um, you know, again, we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure we're prepared for Friday. Gotcha. Well, Coach, who do we got Friday and uh, what are your thoughts on that team? Yes, yeah, so we're going to go over to Lake Cormant. Um, you know, never never an easy place to play and, and one – one of the, if not the most talented team around here. Um, they've got you know, athletes all over the field. They're big up front on both on offense and defense. And um, you know we've got a we've got a game cut out for us. I mean we're we're probably looking at a four quarter game, and um, you know we're going to have to really bring it, and we're going to have to uh, be physical with those guys, and uh, we're going to have to coach really really well. You know that's a well coached team, and um, I, I think if you kind of look historically over the last maybe, I don't know, 10 years or so. I mean, 
that, that may be one of the most successful teams around here. So uh, got a big task ahead of us, but we're excited for it. You know, again, you talk about earlier about the competition, and, and that's what this is. Uh, we're going to find out real quick what we're made of. And, um, you know, again, that's a great way, in my opinion, to start off your season. I agree, Coach. I agree. I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a great challenge. It'll be a great test for your team, um, and uh, I think uh, I think if y'all do well, it should make for a great game. And uh, we want to wish you luck and uh, have a great week of practice. As always, Coach, really appreciate you joining us on the podcast. It means a lot, and uh, I know your fans will enjoy hearing about it. And so, everybody, make sure you head out to Lake Cameron on Friday night for the big one. I get to see some Division One talent. We've got some guys over there going to big places, and so it'll be pretty electrifying to see how the Patriots stack up and uh, hopefully come back with a W. Yes, sir. I sure appreciate you. All right, brother. Until next week. Yes, sir. Hey guys, guys, got my friend, Coach Jason Russell. Coach, how you been, brother? You enjoying this fine Sunday? Yeah, man, having a great day. Went to church with the family, went out to lunch, and just always enjoy that. Uh, we go to LaBelle Baptist Church, and we great folks there, and uh, great message, Brother Dean always brings it, and uh, we really had a good time this morning. Ready to get started, uh, breaking down ECS, get ready for this game this week. I hear you, Coach. Well, I heard that the uh, Jamboree, I guess the uh, blue and gold game, uh, came went really well. Um, you know, I know it was a real tight ball game. Evidently, y'all did a fine job of splitting them up evenly because uh, I think the final result was like a 7-6, to six, a real tight deal, a good uh, – you know, so it sounded like everything went real well. Yeah, I thought I thought it went well. I mean, you know, for the hand we were dealt, as far as um, that goes, we, we I don't know that it could have been much better. I mean, it was a great night for football. The weather felt amazing. Uh, we had a we had a good sta- uh, the stands were full. Um, you know, a good crowd for a for a, uh, a scrimmage for sure. And uh, you know, we unveiled a lot of new things. Uh, we've got a new sound system for, for in-game music, so there was a good feel with that. Uh, a lot of great reviews. Uh, Daryl Young's running our uh, is our DJ on that. He's doing a great job. Um, unveiled the new scoreboard uh, with the message center, a new digital down marker. So uh, it was it was a neat thing because we got to, we got to do a lot of uh, you know the the figuring out with an actual opponent. Uh, so it was a great dress rehearsal. The competition on the field was excellent. Uh, our kids were hitting hard, running fast. We made lots of neat, uh, lots of great plays, good catches and everything. And, uh, you know, the defense would, would give us a little bit, and all of a sudden they'd, they'd stiffen up and get a stop. And so I thought, all in all, as good as it possibly could have gone. That's great, And we didn't get anybody hurt. So yeah, that's that's a bonus. We didn't get any yeah. That's a big bonus. Well, any any uh, any kids kind of stand out for you that really kind of shine during the game? Well, you know, I thought Kyler Rhodes looked, looked amazing at running back for us. I mean, we're really excited about him. Of course, he's got blazing speed and uh, kind of showcased that a little bit. And our defense, credit to them, they they they, they took good angles and didn't let him just run completely away. Uh, Jerry Wall made some plays on defense and had a big touchdown run. Um, you know, I thought I thought both quarterbacks played really well. Um, you know, one side was we had uh, Raheem Vance as a quarterback, and we're blessed with with a really good second quarterback and uh, and Dominic Popo, and he played really good as well. And I mean, it was just 
we had lots of guys that kind of showed out and, and had a good game. Um, those are the ones that I think Bridge Brother had a big catch on a fade. You know, he caught he made several just just big time catches. We had a third and third about ten kind of comeback route on that, and you know, just we had we had several guys really step up. That's awesome, coach. That's good to hear. That's really good to hear. Well, Coach, you got your first real test uh, versus a new opponent next week versus ECS. What are you expecting from this game? What are you uh, What are you looking forward to uh, most about it? Well, you know, first games are so many. There's so many um, uncertainties going into that, and uh, you know, ECS is they played one game. They played good pasture um, on Friday night. That uh, did lose that game. Uh, but they're always a really well coached team. Uh, I don't have a lot of film on them. Um, I didn't. I didn't get that that film because we didn't play opponent this week, so that hurt us, you know, down the line a little bit. Um, you know, as far as game preparation goes this week, um, you know, so we've um, we did send a couple coaches to scout them and make sure that we know what they're doing. Uh, but we didn't get the film. You know how that is. As oh, yeah. a coach, it's nice to sit down. You can slow it down. It's way different than just simply just watching it in real time, uh, as my coaches were having that you know they did Friday. So, um, so again, not not a lot. There's going to be a lot of uncertainty kind of going into week one, um, but uh, I'm excited about the opportunity. We've worked so hard to get ready for this point, and I, our kids are fired up about it. I'm fired up about it. Um, it's, it's exciting to get to play some football that, that matters. You know. No doubt. No doubt. Well, Coach, that's good to hear, man. I'm happy things turned out for the positive um, and that the kids had a good time. You stayed injury-free. Um, and, you know, you, you were able to do something that was productive to help you for the season. Uh, so I'm excited for you guys. Uh, Coach, do you have a plan for all this heat wave we got here? This is the worst week of heat we're going to ever have. Uh, every day in the 100, you know, possibly. Uh, I know that's got to be a challenge for you, but uh, I hope you got a good plan. <laughs> Well, you know, it, the unfortunate thing about this is, you know, a job's got to get done. You know, we've got to get ourselves prepared for the game. Uh, no matter what what the uh, obstacle is, everybody in, everybody in the state's being met with this obstacle this week. Uh, the winners and losers of it will be the ones who do a better job of handling the adversity. Uh, that's what we've got to do. We've got to have a good plan. Uh, talk to several people about possibly moving locations and venues. Um, I've also talked to uh you know, about postponing practice until later in the evening. Um, the only issue is it's going to be so hot this time that even if you wait till 7 o'clock, there's no guarantees that the weather will break by 7 o'clock to, uh, to be in a position where you can actually go out and practice. So, I mean, it's just it, – it, it's hot. It's going to be real hot this week. No doubt. No doubt, brother. Well, look, y'all stay hydrated. Stay, uh, stay cool. And we want to wish y'all great luck uh, and bring home a W for Friday night, Coach. Sounds great. Appreciate that. Hey, man, appreciate you again, Coach Russell. And uh, we'll t- look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Hold up. Hey, guys and gals, got my good friend Coach Peacock with me. Uh, Coach, man, are you enjoying the heat out there this Sunday? Oh, yeah, I haven't been to work right now. I heard that, brother. Well, look, man, I'm going to go ahead and call it like it is. I've asked the other coaches. I'll let you know. What are you gonna, what's your plan, man? It's over 100 degrees every day this week. I know that heat advisory thing is going to be kicking you, every coach in the teeth. Uh, what do you all think you all going to do to kind of combat this? 
Uh, I don't know. We're going to talk about it today in, in staff meetings. Uh, probably, you know, we'll have to go at night, at least one night. Um, you know, probably Tuesday night we'll we'll bring them back, let them go home at the bell and bring them back about 6 or 6.30 to, to try to get at least one padded practice in. Um, you know, we may be in the gym. I'm, I'm communicating with our volleyball coach about what they've got after school this week. You know, can we get in the gym Um you know that that may be a situation on Monday or Wednesday. Um, just trying to trying to get it all figured out now. I heard that, man. I know it's going to be a challenge for everybody. Everybody's going to be kind of scratching their head to try to go figure out it, but it is what it is. But well, coach, let's talk about Friday night, man. Playing you know seven A Desoto Central, uh, big team, hundred kids on the sideline, got some talented guys, got a couple college guys playing against, and uh, man, the game started rough, man. You know, an opening kickoff by your freshman kicker. You know, it kicks down there. It looks like you've got them all bottled up, and he squeezes out of there, goes down the sideline and scores, and they start the game off with a touchdown on us on the first play. Uh, how tough was that to happen on you on your first play, Coach? Uh, you know, it was tough. I mean, you know, the main thing is, I think, uh, you know, we didn't didn't uh, quite execute how we wanted to. Um, to me, one of the good things about Jamborees is getting to do special teams live. Um, you know, I never want the first time we kick off or the first time we punt to be in a real game because those, those are ways, you know, you can lose a game quick. And so, um, you know, we kind of – we had to replace a couple guys last minute, um, you know, that were on that, that had never practiced it, either due to, you know, some discipline or some injuries and some stuff like that. Um, so uh, – but you also – you had a chance to make the tackle and we didn't. Um, and we didn't really put the ball where we wanted it to be. Young kicker, you know – Felt like he saw something, um, you know, a big opening that he could put the ball into and, you know, just didn't quite get it where we needed it to be. Um, and, and they made a good play. Kid made a good return, broke a couple tackles, and then, then was off to the races. So, uh, But you never really want to start like that, uh, obviously. Yeah, I know it was tough, man. You know, I had the pleasure of being there and watching, and it's and it's always – you always want to start the game off strong and go ahead and put it on your opponent, and, and you never want to start behind. But, hey, we did. I think your guys did respond well. I think, you know, they blocked the kick, uh, the extra point when we came out. Uh, but offensively and defensively, Coach, what what was your opinion of the night? You know, what'd you, what would you – how do you think your guys responded against, a, you know, a, a big team like D.C.? I mean, I thought, you know, we did some good things. I think we were – we were missing a, a starting offensive lineman. We were missing a starting safety. Um, so we had a couple of, you know, kids out. Um, uh, I thought we, we did, you know, really well defensively other than some penalties that were, you know, unfortunate and frustrating there at the end of the game. Um, you know, they had kickoff return for a touchdown, and then they had a short field touchdown after, after an interception. Uh, other than that, I thought our defense played really well. Um, I think the defense is the strength of our team right now. Um, offense, obviously, changing offenses and kind of we're just kind of behind. Um, but uh, you know, I think we've got some talent on both sides of the ball, and so just um, got to clean up. Obviously, the penalties and the the that kind of thing. But um, you know, got to uh, throw the ball better. Got to be able to throw the ball a little bit and, and do it better and. Um, you know, clean up the penalties on defense. Well, Coach, you, you named the two things that most people talked to me about and that have watched the game was number one was there was a lot of penalties and a lot of those penalties were, you know, unsportsmanlike conduct or a personal foul, maybe after the play or language or whatever. 
uh, you know, what do you, what's your plan for kind of addressing some of that? I know you guys get emotional and get heated and uh, getting after it and stuff, but, uh, you know, what would you say to you know, the, the observer who saw this? Uh, I mean, it's definitely something we're going to have to address. You know, we uh, had a, had two um, penalties for language, which, you know, is a, um, a big thing in the MHSAA. If you, if you, if you cuss, whether it's at an official or at another player or what, you know, if they hear it, they're supposed to throw a flag. And, and I appreciate that. Uh, my kids got to do a better job of handling adversity, controlling their emotions. Um, you know, you're in a tough spot uh, defensively where the offense didn't play that well. You're playing pretty good. But, you know, uh, you have to learn to control what you can control. And, and all you can really control is you. Um, you know, we can't control the other team and what they may be doing or saying. We can't control the refs and what they may be calling or not calling. And so they've got to learn to control what I can control and, um, you know, handle the adversity that we may or may not be seeing um, in, a, in a better manner. Completely understand, Coach. That's a great answer. I appreciate that. Coach, the next thing that people had a question about was is the quarterback play. Unfortunately, quarterback didn't have a great night. Um, you know, threw two interceptions and didn't complete many, if any, passes pretty much the entire ball game. D.C. was kind of around him and all over him. But, you know, what what are your plans at quarterback? You know, is this just was he just having an off night or is this just adjustments to a new offense? What's your thoughts? Well, you know, obviously some of it's adjustment to a new offense. We, you know, ran the ball probably 97% of the time last year and everything we threw was kind of play action. Um, you know, kind of shot plays. And so there, there's some, some learning curve into actually reading a defense and processing what you're seeing and um, that kind of thing. And we got to do a little bit better. I, I still think the run game is our strength. Um, you know, we've got a really talented running back. Um, you know, we've got a couple, but we've also got some talented receivers. Um, so we've got to be able to uh, kind of have a little bit more balance, uh, even though we know that we're probably a little bit better suited to run the football. Um, you know, uh, I thought Jaden, uh, he usually throws pretty good on the run. That, that I was not as worried about the in-the-pocket stuff because I, I, I know that that's not our strong suit. Uh, you know, but the throwing on the run, uh, the, the one interception he threw on the sprint out, uh, you know, that's the one that kind of bothered me. Um, you know, but he's got to – his deal is he's just got to learn to protect the football and, um, you know – you don't have to win games for us with your arm. You just can't lose games for us with your arm. Um, and, and he's going to be fine. You know, he's a senior. He started every game last year. Um, you know, so I think he'll be fine. We just got to – he's got to get some confidence in throwing the football. And it's – you know, we do all the 7-on-7 seven seven and, and things like that in the summer, and we did more of that this year to help with it. But at the end of the day, when it's 11-on-11 11 11 and, and there's pressure and you're having to move and, and slight movements – it's just a different ball game, and, and he does not have a lot of experience uh, with that yet. Totally understand. Well said, Coach. Well said. Well, Coach, who are some of the players that kind of stood out for you Friday night? Who was people who stepped up and, uh, you know, shined and you want to highlight as doing a good job? Well, I thought, you know, uh, one of our receivers, uh, LaVoris Hewitt or Jermaine Hewitt, um, uh, had a good night, uh, played well. I think he had two catches uh, for us. Um uh, you know, he's going to be uh, – we kind of got three receivers for two spots, one playing some defense too. Um, so he's going to be called upon heavily a lot. 
um, you know, to play. Uh, thought of running back when we ha- when we had some opportunities. Obviously, ran hard, had a couple of grown man runs, blocked well uh, at, at times when he was not the ball carrier. Um, you know, uh, defense. I thought I thought they played really well. Uh, our linebacker. You know, we lost our two starting linebackers last year. We moved a kid from D line to linebacker, uh, Keyshawn Kimball, and he really looked good. He's really good against the run. Um, you know, uh, so we we got a lot to work with and a lot to work on. Um, you know, like I said, the main thing is just not turning the ball over and not uh, having stupid penalties on the defensive side to extend drives. Absolutely, Coach. Like I said, I got to watch the game. You guys were physical. It was a very physical ball game. You know, you can say win, lose, draw. I mean, the score was, what, 13-6 when it was all said and done for the varsity. But the, the reality of it is is that that was a very, very physical ball game. A lot of emotions on the field. And, you know, just because you didn't win, I think your guys got some great competition and some great challenge. And it's going to make them better for this week. And so I think it's going to spell well for Douglas. Um, and, you know, speaking of next Friday in Douglas, is there anything about Douglas you want to mention that, you know, people need to be looking for or what to expect for your uh, first home game? No, I think it's just, you know, we're going to uh, do some uh, – have some tents in the end zone and stuff like that. So we'd love to, you know, make that a sellout and have a huge home crowd. Um, should be a great atmosphere. Um, hoping to have, you know, a lot of people come out and, and watch us play. Um, you know, so uh, just looking at like, looking forward to kind of getting the season started and, and get rolling. And you know, DeSoto Central—they're they're a good football team. They'll they'll make the playoffs in their region. I, I feel like for sure. Um, you know, uh, their defense is one of the better ones we'll see all year. You know, outside of maybe South Panola um, and, and maybe like Pomerat, that may be the third best defense we'll see all season. So uh, you know. I think obviously you lose, but you lost thirteen to six, and and their offense didn't really just have long drives. They had one decent drive aided by penalties, but you gave them a, you know a kickoff return for a touchdown and then a short field to work with. And um, offensively, we just got to uh, do a little bit better job of putting our defense in good spots to help help us win the ball game. And I said, hoping to have a great crowd from Mustang Nation. Uh, Friday night for the home opener and um, uh, get this season kicked off and rolling. Yeah, coach, what y'all what y'all are doing there for your tailgate zone area? That's pretty cool. I know that they're only I think only charging like twenty five bucks, and you can bring a whole tent and have this whole area in the, in the end zone, cook and food and everything else. I think that's pretty neat. I think it's gonna be quite an environment, and uh, so I encourage anybody who wants to be a part of that to go to the school Facebook and check it out. Uh, I think uh, it's uh, yeah, what y'all are doing over there is definitely creating a really unique and special experience, and I think the kids are gonna you know respond well to it. And so we say we wish you luck for Friday night, and looking forward to the ball game. All right, sounds good, man. Appreciate it. All right, Coach. Thanks again. Until next week. Man, I think it's great. All three coaches have uh, agreed to talk with us, you know, on the podcast about this. It's exciting. It's that time of year. Uh, Folks, uh, the players included, I know they're going to be as careful as they possibly can this Friday night, especially with uh, the heat that's going on. I know the uh, MHSAA has directed – uh, for all referee and crews to provide more breaks than they normally uh, normally do as well. Uh, don't forget kickoffs start at 7 o'clock, and uh, it's going to be an exciting scene. It's going to be interesting to see how our teams do this year. 
There's no doubt. No doubt. And so really appreciate y'all listening, guys. I think we're going to call it for the show for this week. Um, please listen in for next week. <clears throat> Got more good news. The coach will be back. We're going to keep rolling. Uh, our podcast will continue to grow every week, and we really, really appreciate it. We really appreciate you telling your friends and your family. And we want to continue to be the voice for our community, and a lot of that is for you. So, again, thank you. So, uh, for this week, this for OB Pod. I'm Zach. I'm T. And we'll see you guys next week. So hungry, can we please go eat? It's time to decide what do you want to eat? Chick-fil-A, they're closed because it's Sunday. Chipotle had a burrito yesterday. How about steak? I already know what you'll say. That's not what you want today. Now I can see that if I want to eat, I'm going to have to leave you behind. Yeah. No matter where I go, just want you to know, I hope you make up your mind. I am too hungry, I'm gonna go eat, goodbye, 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 goodbye.